0: Hello ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Can of Leipzig podcast. It is I, Kai, the Frenchiest Fry. I'm going to be flying solo this week as my good friend Ethan is currently in Mexico, Um, so he obviously can't give us any of that amazing Welsh insight from down there. Uh, he actually uh, a little bit of a side note at the start here He actually is about to go into university and he got his results back uh, Before going to Mexico, of course, and they were very good. They were exactly what he wanted He was very stressed about them, but they turned out to be exactly what he wanted And he's basically got open reign to go wherever he wants now. So Ethan, I'm sure you're listening to this Congratulations, we're all really happy for you here at the pod and yeah enjoy the rest of your trip to Mexico We're excited to have you back soon But like I said, I am just flying solo this week. Uh, Apologies if I sound a little bit off, I've just been getting over a cold recently. So I'm still getting back into the habit of actually, you know, breathing through my nose and all those things that you don't have the ability to do while you're sick. But I felt it was important to get this episode out, uh, as the season is about to start. It's actually just a day before match day one, as this is being posted, and a day after Bayern kicked off the season with a 3-1 win against Hoffenheim at the Allianz Arena in Munich uh... not the best advertisement for the league i was kind of saying this on twitter a little bit and people seem to agree with me uh, especially for the american viewers it wasn't the best advertisement for the league uh, fox soccer's coverage wasn't fantastic they almost entirely missed that rn robin goal uh, at the very tail end of the game there. I uh, actually didn't really have an issue with the commentary. I did I did like the commentary, the two commentators they had on for the game. I enjoyed the fact that they had a little bit of differing opinions. I always enjoy that in commentators. But the actual coverage, the visual coverage of the game itself, was not fantastic, unfortunately. And that wasn't helped on by the fact that the game itself, the quality of the football, was not fantastic, unfortunately. It really was a bit a bit of a sloppy, silly game From both teams, of course, Bayern did come out the victors and take the three points with that 3-1 win, so I guess they won't be too disappointed, but from a neutral perspective, really not the best game to start off the season with, in my perspective. But contrary to what most of the American media will have you believe, this league is not entirely Bayern, so fortunately, there are other teams playing all through the weekend who will hopefully pick the quality up a little bit and it'll be a little bit more exciting and fun to watch. Uh, and, of course, one of those teams is our beloved RB Leipzig. Still going to take a while to get used to that saying that, I guess I should say. Uh, they're taking on Borussia Dortmund this Sunday away from home. Uh, really, at the beginning of the season, a very difficult challenge, especially considering they just came back from an away leg in the Europa League qualifying round against Zoria in Ukraine. I'm actually more familiar with Ukrainian football than most people. Uh, Zoria are a very solid team. They're not not quite as good after they've lost Lennon, who was really a top prospect in the goalkeeping position for them. Uh, he went to, I think it was, I believe it was actually Real Madrid he went to, but regardless, uh, grinding out a nil-nil result away in Ukraine is probably not helping for RB Leipzig's fitness levels going into this opening weekend against Borussia Dortmund. Uh, Dortmund, on the other hand, haven't had to play any competitive fixtures except for the DFB Pokal, which they narrowly won against Furt, which could come as encouragement for RB Leipzig supporters. Um, Furt are by no means the most difficult opposition, and Dortmund really did struggle against them, required some brilliance at the death for them to actually win that one. Another thing that could perhaps go into Leipzig's favor is the fact that Dortmund actually haven't signed a new uh, striker at this point. After losing Michi Batshuayi, who was of course only on loan at Dortmund, uh, who went back to Chelsea and then subsequently loaned back out to Valencia in Spain, uh, they haven't they haven't signed another striker since then, so they really haven't filled that void in their team. It does look like Maximilian Philipp will most likely be starting in that position, unless they decide to go with some false nine craziness with Mario Götze uh, uh, <laughs> going retro like it's 2012 all over again there. Uh, but yeah, that striking position definitely is a bit lacking for them at the moment, so defensively Leipzig may have some uh, Opportunities there to shut down this Dortmund team and prevent them from really getting anything in the box. But even without a striker, you have to get, take into consideration that they have players such as Jaden Sancho, Marco Royce, uh, of course, uh, I'd be amiss as an American not to mention Christian Pulisic every time I get the opportunity. Uh, Mario Gütze and so many other players who are incredibly good in the build-up play you would be quite surprised if Dortmund don't at least nab one goal in their uh, home opener this season of course in a way game for Leipzig uh, Leipzig have strengthened a little bit in the offseason though if you if you forget the fact that they lost Nabi Keita who is unfortunately a Titanic loss for them Uh, He's been actually playing quite well for Liverpool in their start to the season. We won't go too far into that, because I know we talked quite a lot about Liverpool in the first episode of the season, kind of going deep on Naby Keita. But regardless of that, uh, Leipzig have strengthened. They've brought in three players as their main signings, I suppose. They've had some players come back from loan. They've uh, brought some players up from the U19 team. But the three main players that they have truly signed in this offseason are Nordi Mukeli. Apologies uh, in advance for the pronunciation here. I am American, so I have a tendency to bastardize everything. Uh, Mateus Cunha and Marcelo Srirachi. Srirachi? Every time I see that name, I think of a uh, sriracha sauce, which for our European viewers, you might be thinking, what the hell is sriracha sauce? Uh, it's a Thai, or I believe it's Thai, it may even be like Vietnamese or something of that effect, uh, but it's like a, a really a spicy sauce that people like to put on basically everything. They even make uh, alcoholic beverages, like beers that are flavored uh, like sriracha. So every time that I see Marcelo Sriracha's name, I'm like, oh, it's, it's Sriracha Boy. Of these three signings, it looks like Norti Mukeli was most likely signed as a direct replacement for Bernardo, who did, of course, leave to Brighton & Hove Albion in the Premier League. Uh, of course, they play in the same position. Norti Mukeli, who's actually been kind of a known quantity, he came through at Monaco. And before that, I believe it was Stade Brestois. I'm not as familiar with League 1 as I used to be, but I believe it was Stade Brestois and then certainly uh, Montpellier after that. Uh, But he's definitely a known quantity and expected to do some nice things over here at Leipzig from that right-back position. And he has gotten off to a pretty solid start to the season, played a couple of games in the Europa League qualifying campaign so far. Uh, Only, I think, about 110 minutes, unfortunately, so not really getting a ton of time there, but he did start and play the full 90 in the DFB Pokal win against Victoria Colm, so, you know, not the most difficult game to go into there, but (laughs) it'll be a little bit of a culture shock if he does end up playing against Borussia Dortmund there. Probably better quality than Victoria Colm if I had to if I had to place a bet and then the second most expensive signing of the three, Mateus Cunha from uh, Sion in the Swiss League. Uh, Brazilian forward, only 19 I want to say, they signed him for 15 million euros. Uh, he's actually been quite solid so far just in these first few games of the season in Europa League qualifying. Uh, two, two goals and an assist in those games so far, so he's certainly been producing early on here. And uh, we could expect to see him perhaps pairing up with Timo Werner uh, in the early stage of this season. It does almost look like uh, Leipzig are going to go ahead and play a 4-4-2-6. Uh, which for those familiar does facilitate the use of two center forwards or a center forward and a striker some variation of that which means uh, Timo Werner, Yusuf Polsen, Mateus Cunha, all these center forwards and strikers we could see playing together at some point so Exciting most definitely and then a Sriracha boy Marcelo Sriracha signed uh, I believe he's 20 years old from River Plate But he has actually played quite a bit in Europa League qualifying just over 300 minutes I want to say in those four games uh, that said, I, I haven't been able to watch most much of him before now, unfortunately, because he did come from the Argentine league, and it's just not something we really have access up in America. Uh, the DFP call he made quite the impression early on. He got sent off after 31 minutes, uh, so that was a great way to introduce yourself to the team. But it does look like of the two center backs we've signed, Sorachi is the one getting more minutes early on. Maybe that'll change now that he's been sent off in his competitive. Uh, debut against a German team. But yeah, those are really the, the three big signings that Leipzig have made. Of course, uh, a couple of players did leave. Nebi Keita left to Liverpool for $60 million, as everybody's been constantly talking about. Bernardo to Brighton. Uh, there was uh, Dominic Kaiser, who actually uh, of course, his time was logically over here at the club, of course, the captain of the club, um, a great servant to the club, but he's now a Braun to so that's exciting that he is still uh, turning out for somebody, and then Fabio Coltori, the famous goalkeeper who scored uh, an exciting, exciting goal off of a corner, um, I believe it was in the second Bundesliga or something of the effect, uh, certainly in the early days of the RP Leipzig project, but he has retired, so Fabio As I said on Twitter, enjoy your retirement, I hope it treats you well. Uh, and then Adamo Lukman has left, uh, of course, his loan did expire. It looked like there for a while that Leipzig were really trying to get him back in. Uh, of course, the German transfer window is still open for a few days, but it doesn't look likely at this point that Leipzig will be able to bring him back in, which is kind of disappointing. I really do think that another season of Lukman would be really good for both parties. Actually, all three parties. It would be good for Leipzig, certainly. It would be good for Lukman, most definitely. And it would be, most likely be good for, uh, Uh, Everton as well of course his parent club But unfortunately it looks like they are not willing to let him go back out on loan It looks like they might be giving him some minutes this season or something of the effect And now that we know the new players that you're going to be seeing for rb leipzig It is worth taking a look at the start to the season of course We've been talking about the europa league qualifying campaign a fair bit so uh, A little doffed tip of the cap to haken uh, Kroivia and currently Zoria Uh, Håkon and Kroivia have already fallen, the Norwegian and Romanian side, I want to say. Håkon actually, I believe, are Swedish, so Swedish and Romanian. Uh, The sides that were pretty dominated by Leipzig at home, uh, that is in Leipzig, and then away from home, uh, in both occasions actually held Leipzig to a 1-1 draw. So Leipzig's early season, uh, home form looking quite good, away form not terribly good, considering they have drawn all three Europa League qualifying games against Håkan, Kroevje, and Zoria. Um, but they do have a r- relatively easy start to the season after the Dortmund game of course opening the season to Dortmund is by no means easy But after that they have a home game against uh, relegation favorites uh, Dusseldorf Fortuna Dusseldorf uh, Just promoted from the second Bundesliga and then another home game against Hannover 96 Away to Eintracht Frankfurt who look like a bit of a shell of their former selves already just really early in the season uh, a Home game to VFB Stuttgart and that kind of rounds out the first five games of the season. Um, but even beyond that, a, a couple of easy games following that, and then you get into some of the more difficult challenges like Schalke, Leverkusen, uh, Gladbach, and the like but certainly for this first game of the season, uh, away from home against Borussia Dortmund. Nothing's really expected of Leipzig. Uh, I'm going to try to actually do predictions um, on the podcast just to see uh, how close or how far away we are on uh, every game. So for the game RB Leipzig away from home against Borussia Dortmund, I'm going to predict a 3-1 win for Borussia Dortmund, unfortunately. Uh, Leipzig could spring some surprises, but I think with the fatigue of coming back from Ukraine... Uh, the away Europe League qualifying game, and Dortmund most likely looking to start their season in style at home in front of eighty-some-odd thousand fans. I I think Dortmund are most likely going to pick this up, unfortunately, but that's not to say Leipzig won't have a good start to the season, because I expect them to pick up three points in all of the subsequent four games, so after five games having 12 points is pretty damn solid. With that said, though, guys, I am actually going to end the pod there. I kind of just wanted to get a little solo episode recorded for you, just so we can get ready to go into the season. Ethan and I will be doing weekly episodes after every game, kind of reviewing the game that occurred and previewing the game ahead of us. Uh, There will be one more solo episode. Uh, He's not back until the 2nd of September, so of course that is uh, right after the Fortuna Dusseldorf game on Match Day 2, so I will be solo covering the Berisha Dortmund game unless I can manage to find a special guest who would like to come talk specifically about Borussia Dortmund. Uh, Of course there there's quite a clout on social media for Borussia Dortmund so it should be reasonably plausible to find a Dortmund fan who wants to come on and talk about this but regardless but regardless, we will be seeing you next week after hopefully a good result for RB Leipzig, uh, but most certainly to review the game against Dortmund and also the home game against Zoria, um, of course, occurring on the 30th of August, just a few days after the game against Dortmund. But with all that said, I hope you guys enjoy your first match day weekend of the season, and we'll see you later.